Welcome to the Grace for This City podcast. We're helping you turn your cities upside down. Hey, I'm your host, Justin Goff. Stay tuned. We got a great show for you today. All right. Hey, thank you for tuning in. This is the Grace for This City podcast, and we're helping you turn your cities upside down. How are we doing that? Well, we're giving you scriptural motivation and strategies so you can get out there and get some stuff done for the King, King Jesus, that is. And I'm telling you, friends, don't delay. Accept Jesus today. He's the best one to be working for, and he has a plan for you. So don't delay. Listen, uh, we're so glad that you've tuned in. I'm joining the studio right now with a good friend of mine, the Reverend. I think it's Reverend. Isn't it Reverend? Used to pastor, prophet, apostle. I'm telling you, he flows and goes with the Holy Ghost. Brother Terry Houston. Praise God. Good to be here. Thanks for having me, and I'm excited. Oh, brother. Very excited. I love it. I'm so glad you're here. Yes, sir. And uh, so uh, right around this time, uh, we all gather together once a year in Branson for Autumn Assembly with Dr. Billy Bram, and so they were in town for those meetings. I'm just glad it worked out. Yes, I am glad it worked out, and Autumn Assembly was amazing. If you are not familiar with Miss Billy Brim or could not make it, uh, billybrim.org is how to get to that content, and it will definitely bless you every single session. Hallelujah. It was good. Yes, it was. Oh, man, so refreshing. Glory to God. So anyways, brother, I know the Lord has got something on your heart. You know, we we were talking before we started filming, and I'm telling you, just the stories you, you, you and your wife have, yes, just sir. tremendous um, things y'all have experienced and seen. God's y'all used y'all mightily. Yes, <laughs> thank God. It's you just the beginning thankful. too, right? Yes, it is. It's, and it literally feels like the beginning. And a shout out to my bride. Uh, next month, we will be celebrating 15 years of marriage. Oh, come on. Shavana, I love you. All right, that's all I got. Is that it, bro? (laughs) That's pretty good, though. Praise the Lord. And then uh, we have one daughter, Victoria, and we have one in heaven as well. Uh, Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, We... uh, our first pregnancy ended in miscarriage after seven weeks, and then uh, we got a word from the Lord uh, through Shavana's grandmother that we would be pregnant in two months by March or April. I think the miscarriage happened in January. Okay. And, uh, we were pregnant and it was Victoria and she is here now. Yeah. Praise the Lord. The Lord's using her mightily. They're she- actually here. Uh, Shavana's actually standing right here. You want to get on the, you want to jump in? Hallelujah. Amen. This is yeah behind every, yeah, you, you ought to stand behind it. Yeah, this is what they say. If you see a good man, behind every good man is an even greater woman. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. Can we get that in slow motion? Yeah, a little slow-mo. Where, where's the love music? I don't have it. <laughs> I, I don't have it queued up. <laughs> I am very in love. If you guys, this is, uh, you know, I've always, uh, you know, had it in my heart. I just believe it's part of my Derek that God uh, ordained for me just to be married and to flow in ministry with my wife. And uh, I'm living a dream wow. right now. So That's awesome, Hallelujah. Man. And so uh, I thank God for Brother Justin. You guys uh, have an amazing brother uh, that uh, has put this podcast out. He and his wife uh, and their children. I'm watching their son play the drums with no (laughs) sheet music, you know, and uh, they just have a beautiful family inside and out. And uh, the one thing I can say about Brother Justin, I mean, a couple of things I can say. The first time that uh, I came to a uh, to autumn assembly. And uh, I didn't even know they had a pastor's luncheon. And so we found out yeah. when we got there, cause the Lord 
literally led us up to Miss Billy. And the first time I met Brother Justin, uh, it was just, it clicked instantaneously. It, it, it was at that luncheon, right? right? It was yeah. at that luncheon. Yeah. And it reminded me of uh, a guy I used to play basketball with named Nathan uh, Dumas. Shout out to Nathan Dumas. I haven't talked to you in 20 <laughs> years. I pray you're blessed. You've been in my heart really, Nate. Uh, so reach out to me if you hear this. Uh, but it just clicked. Me and Nate just, it's like we had been playing together all of our wow. lives. And I felt that on that day. And and so, um, you know, Man. the Lord, um, I was telling somebody this just, I think, yesterday. You know, Matthew 16 says that you can know people by the by the natural or you can know them right. by the spirit. Right. And I just believe that the relationship is by the spirit. Amen. And anytime something Thank is you, by Lord. the spirit, uh, Romans 14, 17 says, The kingdom of God is not in meat or in drink, but in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Mm. So with that being said, righteousness is going to be tested. Things of the spirit are going to be tested. Sure. And so it's when the Holy Ghost is connecting things, and that's from relationships to how you make money to whatever the case may be. So, uh, and, and uh, that's the other thing I could say about Brother Justin, Sister Miranda, that they stand for right. They stand for righteousness, uh, even when uh, the fire is really, really hot. Uh, but the powerful thing is uh, they come out not smelling like smoke. Hallelujah. Every That's time. a Bible story. Yeah. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. It still happens. Amen. Yes, it does. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. And uh, and I just believe that anything oh, that, has, um, that you've gleaned from this podcast or from this ministry uh, that you've respected, uh, it has definitely been birthed out of uh, that commitment to stand for what's right. And I appreciate you having Amen. us on. Thank, thank you, brother. You're welcome. Thank you. Um. So what what's the Lord saying, bro? Oh man, it's so much. Um, but what came to my, you know, like you said, we were talking a little bit before, but what mm-hmm. came to my spirit uh, as we were just approaching is uh, the reality of the walk, and and what I mean by that is I got I got called to the ministry and to being a believer in the same day, and I was sixteen wow. years old. Mm-hmm. I had weed in my system. <laughs> so my mom thought I was hallucinating. I said, it was only yeah. a small little piece, mom. But anyway, and my first revelation was God is stronger than weed. You know, I was like, oh, okay. You know, but I'm thinking like somebody who has no scriptural knowledge, no experience with God, and just literally, I'm like, wow, so God doesn't care that I'm high right now, and he's introducing himself to me. And my heart's mm. cry to the Lord wow. was, God, if if this is what you want me to do, because you gotta understand, I mocked Jesus. I uh, it wasn't cool from the people I was looking to get acceptance from. I'm 16, of course, again. So now I've become one of these individuals that we talked about, and so I'm like, okay. <laughs> my heart's cry was, if this is what you want me to do, show me how to do it right, and show me how to do it the way you want to want to do it. And I think. As, as, and that was 24 years ago. So I've been, I'm a young man, but I'm an old preacher. And wow. so a long time, man, what I've seen and observed is that there's a lot of sincere people that, there's a lot of people that say they believe in God. They're sincere, but, um, but their, their perspective and their definitions of what it means to be a believer, who God is, his word, um, it's it's not completely accurate, uh-huh. and accuracy is very very important when it comes to being a believer. Uh, you got Old and New Testament. 
New Testament, 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Study to show yourself approved unto God. I was going to say, isn't there a scripture? To be ashamed. Uh-huh. Right. Rightly dividing. Rightly dividing. And and the Amplified of that verse, if I can turn I, there. I like the Amplified. Yeah. The Amplified is uh, is a love of mine. I think I'm known from going to the Amplified. Brother, we are kindred spirits. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say this. Let me switch here. Yes, sir. I was going to say this, that, uh, you know, we're... Uh, Brothers from another mother, but same dad. Amen. Yes, we are. <laughs> it never gets old. Amen. I'm, I'm telling you. We're both tall. Uh, you have more facial hair than I do. It well, took me 40 years to grow the little bit I have. You just hang in there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Praise no, the Lord. I get, honestly, this is probably um, uh, o- overdosing on collagen. <laughs> and I know about collagen because uh, my wife is one one little quirky thing that's so uh, funny about my wife, and this started from the very beginning. <laughs> that certain words she'll think of things, and she doesn't quite remember what the word is, and so she'll call it something that it's not. So <laughs> she's really been on collagen the last yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all this year, yeah. and she she'll say, "Honey, can you get me the colostrum? I need to make my smoothie." <laughs> I was like. <laughs> I was like, uh, collagen. Yeah. She's like, wow. That's said, hilarious. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't breastfeed, sweetie. So uh, I can't get you the colostrum. <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> little marriage humor there. Yeah, and I love so it. Uh, the amplified on this on this Second Timothy two fifteen. Look what it says. Uh, it says, study and be yes. eager and do your utmost to present yourself to God approved, tested by trial, a workman who has no cause to be ashamed, correctly analyzing yeah. and accurately dividing. There's that yeah. word, accurately dividing, rightly handling and skillfully teaching the word of truth. Then over here, it just came to me in Second Corinthians chapter 4. I'm a teacher, guys, so I, I go to Scripture when I explain things because that's something else that I've learned. When somebody says they believe in God, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Our faith, the foundation of our belief has to be the Holy Spirit spoke to you and then he supported it with book, chapter, and verse uh-huh. in the mouth of two or three witnesses. Yeah, And if we don't have that, because we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, it's like you're a quarterback that has no offensive line. And so you're out there trying to score and you have no protection. Mm-hmm. And then the thing, and, and see, that's a physical picture, but in the spirit, you don't see that defense. So, mm. and that defender it may not be dressed like a football player. He may be dressed like uh, your insurance guy, or he may be dressed like your doctor, or he may be dressed like mm. your supervisor. Yeah. And if you don't have any offensive line that can discern the scheme of the defense to Come know on. how to protect you, Come on. you'll get sacked, you may fumble, and then your quarterback rating will go down tremendously, which is called the curse in your life. And so accuracy is very, very important. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, 2 Corinthians 4, 2, and I want to, uh, it says, this is Paul talking, he says, but uh, but have, well, I'm, let me read verse one just to give it a good flow. It says, therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have, and everybody, every believer has a ministry. Ministry simply is a um, Bible yes. word that means service. I believe that, yes. So everybody serves, okay, whether you're you're serving at work or you're serving 
a neighbor or your kids or your spouse. You're doing some, if you do something for somebody else that's serving. So now the father has a spiritual concept to that called ministry where we're serving him through the context or the lens mm. of the anointing mm. that he spoke over you before we were formed in our mother's belly. Mm-hmm. That's called, it's service, but it's called ministry. It's a Bible word. Mm. So it says, therefore, seeing cool. we have this ministry or service, as we have received mercy, we faint not. Why don't we faint? Verse 2, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully. If you're going to be accurate, that means you're going to be truthful. You're going to be outward with it, because I have nothing to hide. Wow. Because think about it. If I'm withholding or I'm mishandling the word or handling it, handling it deceitfully, then that's not accuracy. Mm-hmm. I'm concealing something. Mm-hmm. And so how can we let our light shine and we're concealing it or we have a dim bulb bulb. Wow. See, so it says, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. That's the reason why I want to be accurate and what and, and why I'm so committed to this in in the service that the Lord has given me and the ministry and, my, and to my wife and my family is because people are I was my wife and I were talking to uh, somebody before we even came to this trip, and they were talking about how they visited so many churches and what they were observing they hadn't committed to a church but what they were observing of a particular pastor did not give them the confidence to open up the vulnerability of their lives and they're actually needing and wanting the help so when you can commit to being accurate and know how to uh, uh, achieve that goal as a believer not necessarily as a pastor not necessarily as a prophet or evangelist yes those positions definitely need to be accurate but even as just a believer that has a service that you have been given from your creator accuracy is a part of it because at the end of the day we're serving our creator our father which means that we need to be ready to have answers for the hearts of people that are in their heart and here's the supernatural thing when it says um of of truth commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of god i have learned in in my walk with the lord and 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 just in serving him that a lot of people have questions in their heart that their brain's not aware of. Trust the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding. So these are literally two different worlds that without the Holy Spirit and the Word, they are not even in uh, agreement with each other. So people have stuff going on in their heart, but their brain is totally oblivious. So people can have questions here as to why, and they have a whole this thing going Mm. on. But when we serve and we're serving him and we're doing it by his spirit and we have this accurate word, what we get the privilege and the advantage to do is to tap into that Mm. that question of their heart because who's leading us? Mm -hmm. Who's leading us is the spirit of the one who doesn't see as men see for men look on the outside, Outside, but he's looking at the heart. So So now when we can discipline ourselves to listen to him, that's the beginning of accuracy, first of all, because he's wow. always accurate. It's impossible for him to lie. Wow. So when I'm in tune with him and I just receive what he says, I will always be accurate and punctual and on time, speaking to questions in the hearts of people that wow. nobody can see but him. So that's, this, that's is why, good. this is why accuracy is so important. And, and here's another thing. Accuracy is not, is not limited 
to just the study of the word, I have to live accurately. And that's what I was commending mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. honoring uh, Brother Justin and Sister Miranda about because, you know what, if a $100 bill is right here and I walk into an empty room, it's never going to tempt me because it's not mine. Mm-hmm. I know I didn't put it there. There's not a note. If there's no note there saying, Terry, we knew you were coming. This is for you. I'm not going to touch it. Mm-hmm. Same thing with somebody else's spouse. I know who my wife is on my marriage license. It says Shavana B. Houston. Mm-hmm. So if and, and and I know her height, I know where she's from. And so there may be other Shavanas out there. There may be other Shavana B's out there. There may be other, another Shavana B. Houston, but the one that God gave to me, that's mine. Anything else outside of that, that's like the hundred dollar bill with no note on right. it. I'm not wow. even gonna touch it. Wow. You follow what I'm saying? So that's living accurately. And so the combination of living accurately with the accuracy of the understanding that I've heard from the Holy Spirit and he supported it with the word, that puts us in alignment and a position to be able to have the privilege of ministry, serving other people. Without that, there is no basis for trust with our creator Mm -hmm. because I don't know if you're going to tell the truth or not, and I am not a liar. Mm -hmm. So how can two walk together unless they be agreed? So that's something wow. that's that's that that's very important to me, but not because for me, but because if we really care about people and we're trying to minister to them and serve them, we owe them that. We commend you, we commend ourselves to every man's conscience. Wow. We owe them that. Wow. If you're coming here and you having financial issues, marital issues, you're coming to my church, you're thinking and considering of adjusting all of your life to support what I said I heard in a prayer closet, I owe you accuracy. I owe you truth. I owe you that. Even if it means I hurt Mm -hmm. or I go through persecution, but the integrity that's on the line is the anointing that is the only thing that can remove the burdens right, and destroy right. the yokes that is actually the root wow. of what you're going through. Wow. See? And so there's a price to be paid. To This is what it means to be a believer, folks. It's not just perfect attendance at a building. Mm-hmm. It's not just regurgitating scriptures, you know, wow. really, really well. It's, it's, it's about accuracy, and you can't be accurate without the intimacy with the Father who is the one that it's impossible to lie with. And this is very near and dear to my heart. Mm. So this is New Testament. Here's another, in, in Old Testament, or the first covenant, Brother Copeland was talking to us about that, the first covenant, in Genesis chapter uh, uh, 3, 2 and 3, we see a picture of now the importance of accuracy. Okay? Um, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, thank you. Um. So in, in, in chapter 2, we know God made, uh, he made the first man. He made all the men in chapter 1. But now the, 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 pro, the plan went into action in chapter 2 where he made the first man, Adam, or as Miss Billy says, Adam. Mm-hmm. And then he, he assigns Adam or begins to instruct Adam with the assignment here in uh, Genesis 2.15. It says, and Jehovah God took the man and put uh, and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. So this is his instructions. And Jehovah God commanded the man, Jehovah, you heard me saying that, Jehovah simply means uh, self-existing eternal one. That's the Hebrew name for God. 
And it says, uh, and uh, Jehovah God commanded the man, saying, of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. Now, remember who's talking right here. It's Jehovah God. He cannot lie. And he's telling him, every tree in this garden you can freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat it. Listen to that. Thou shalt not eat it. For in the day that thou eatest, thou shalt surely die. So he told him, you can eat all the tree from all the trees except one. Don't eat from that tree. Now, look at chapter 3. Verse 1, it says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord of Jehovah God had made. And he said, he, the, the serpent, said to the woman, this woman is Eve now, this is who uh, uh, Jehovah God created to be with Adam, to help Adam to fulfill this assignment we just read. And now hmm. Satan is strategic. Remember we were just using the football analogy? So now let's see if Adam, the instructions that Adam got, this is his off, those instructions can be considered his offensive line. Mm-hmm. Let's see if he has his offensive line in position because he's the quarterback. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so he has this woman, which is an additional teammate that has come. Now think about it. When football teams make huddles, they're not, it's not just the quarterback. It's, mm-hmm. 10 other people with the quarterback in the huddle and everybody's getting the instructions. So in this situation, if Adam is the quarterback and he's in the, and, and God gives him another teammate in the huddle, his job is to tell them what the, what tell her what the play is, right. what the instructions right. the Lord said. Yeah. So let's see how good of a job Adam did with this. So it says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord of Jehovah God had made. And he said unto the woman. So now the serpent's talking to the woman. Now we have a vantage point, just pausing right here. We have a vantage point in the second covenant as, 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 uh, church, as the church of knowing that the devil is walking about seeking whom he may devour. And why is he doing that? He's looking for the word. What does he want to do with the word? He wants to steal the word. Well, how can he steal the word? Hosea 4 and 6, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Mm -hmm. But let's be more specific. Lack, because there's a lot of people that have Bible knowledge. They got homeless people that, I remember we ministered to a homeless guy, the Holy Spirit led us to a park in Houston. We're from Houston, Texas. Houston, and it's my last name. (laughs) And so... um, he led us to a park, and it's a homeless guy out there, and we're talking to him. And as we're, we're, we're getting close to his heart and beginning, the Holy Spirit has to deal with some issues, and he begins to defend and push us away using Scripture. So he has Bible knowledge. Bible knowledge. So when the Bible says, this is about accuracy, remember what we're talking about? My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. It's not yet yeah, on some level, it's you don't have any knowledge. Right. But on another level, you have knowledge, but do you have that knowledge rightly divided or accurately understood to be able to skillfully apply it in a given situation to get the results of that knowledge? Because wow. if you can't take the Bible knowledge that you say you have and get the results that our yeah, creator says you're right. supposed to get, then you don't have any knowledge. Yeah. You don't have any accuracy. Wow. So, wow. so, um, and, and that's what it is. If, you know, they tell you, you learn how to, everybody learn how to drive a car, put the key in the ignition, turn the key. It's going to come on, put the uh, gear in D, press the, get, take your foot off the brake and ease onto the gas. And then the car is going to move. Mm-hmm. See, Bam, if you have accurate knowledge and you do that, 
you should get the result of the car moving. Wow. See, Romans 1.20 says that we can understand spiritual things by physical things. Right, right. So if, if, if everything created, physically created, bikes, cars, bulldozers, microphones, uh, uh, anything, food, recipes, have instructions to teach somebody how to do something from point A to point B, and they are not self-existing and eternal, how much more would God create a man who has mm. two genders, male and female, and put them in the earth and say, figure it out? Right, right. There is a instruction of how to do anything in the universe from A to Z. Mm. Mm. And it was never, ever to be done naturally. This is what I didn't wow. understand when wow. I first. See, I was 16 when I came to the, when the Lord called me into the ministry. I had no knowledge of anything. I knew I had to tithe, so I did that. I knew I had to get saved. Well, I'm saved now. But they didn't teach me about being filled with the Holy Spirit, praying in tongues. Wow. They didn't teach me how to crucify my flesh. <laughs> so I went to churches where people was cussing and smoking cigarettes on yeah. church grounds. Some people, lots of people haven't been told that. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's crazy. Help us. We And so I, uh, man, so we're on, what, what was I talking about? Accuracy. Mm-hmm. And, well, you know, you, you, you mentioned you, you used the car. Oh yes. Uh, analogy, and I was thinking while you're <clears throat> sharing that, some people know. Okay, I know. <clears throat> excuse me. I know the gear shifter goes to D. I know, I know the key gets turned in the thing. <clears throat> but what if they don't divide it right, and they try and put the shifter in D before they even start the car? Yes. You know, yes. so they, they, some people have like pockets of information, yes. but they don't have the proper order yes. or the division. That's great. Of how things are to work in sequence, even. That's great. Uh, and so they're like trying to do all this stuff and nothing's working. Yep. The exactly. car ain't going to drive. You haven't started it yet. Exactly. Yeah. You put it in D. Exactly. But it ain't started yet. Exactly. I mean, does that kind of fit? Like yes, it, it definitely wrongly fits. Wrongly divided. Exactly. That's wrongly divided. And what that leads to brother Justin, think about if we, this is just, this is just natural human behavior across the board. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If somebody tries to accomplish something repeatedly and they keep missing it. It takes a very unique character to continue to go. Most people are designed to give up on that pursuit and to either change the pursuit or come up with some nice sounding reason or Mm. uh, intelligent reason why they couldn't accomplish it. Right. Right. Kind of deflecting. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so how do you get such weird perspectives of what it means to be a believer? And we all have the same Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Well, you you know, we prayed for granny and she didn't get healed. So God doesn't heal anymore. Exactly. But the question is, (laughs) did you cut the car on first or did you put it in D first? Yeah, right, right, right. Or did you put it in R because. Rover. I thought R meant Rover. And in my city, Rover meant go forward. Right. Yeah. See, so all these different situations can impact and impact our our uh, perspective, and then we bring that perspective into the kingdom. And not that you're intentionally trying to do sure, it. This sure. is all I know. Yeah. Which is why, if you really go study out everybody God used, He did a couple of things first. Well, he t- what He did was He took them away from everything they ever knew. 
Abraham took him away. David had him in the sheepfold. Mm-hmm. Okay, Daniel went uh, uh, to exile in Babylon. Yeah, Moses forty years exactly yeah. in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Why was he doing that? Because he had to get that person out of their comfort zone. So now I can have your undivided attention for an extended period of time to wow. change your paradigm. God, does, wouldn't like be still. Yes. And know that he is God fit yes. in here somewhere too. Yes, it would. Very much so. <laughs> right? And like, I, hey. Amen. Stop, back up a little bit. That's so strong, man. That that verse, that little verse has become, I mean, it's so simple, but that little verse has become so awesome to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I really think that this, everything we're talking about, you know how to turn your city upside down? You got to turn yourself upside down. Yeah, first. Right, right. Yeah. See? So, so this is how to actually approach that because we're talking about how to accurately be a believer, how to accurately serve the King Jesus so that we can see accurately a city turned upside down right. for his glory. Yeah. And upside down, that's what the world calls it, but the word says it's actually now right. <laughs> I think some people, uh, yeah, that's, Amen. yeah. <laughs> It's inverted. It's perverted. Yes. Yeah. So his word is writing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I love that. That's great. Um, some some people have a you know, and I don't know if it's circumstantial, environmental, whatever. But you know, if you look at the trajectory of our culture today, it's really kind of gotten sloppy. Yeah. Very. <clears throat> and people, instead of having like, um, you know, dialing in on like a sniper, say people are just blasting. You know what I mean? And then they don't care. They they might hit it a little bit, but the damage done with a shotgun, say, I don't mean to land ultimately on this analogy, but uh, we're in Arkansas and there's a lot of guns here. <laughs> but, you know, a shotgun, you know, it's got this spread. It'll do all kinds of damage, but you're not, if you're, you, you know, you're going to, you're not really going to really get a sniper shot. You know, you might hit it and you might, right. might, might not. And a lot of people, you know, when it comes to the word, they're not getting the results they want. They're lots of things are happening. Yeah. They're kind of, they're just blowing up here, here, there. And they may get a little result, Yes, but they wouldn't know how to replicate it or duplicate it. Yes. Because they're not really zeroing in on, Hey, what number one, what did the word say? And that's that being still right. let him, he's the author. Yes. Yes. Right? He, he, he 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 knows how to exactly. help you decipher that. Exactly. Right? Yes, he does. <laughs> and he wants to help us decipher. But some, I guess we're kind of dealing with here, like this is something we need to consider, especially if you're ministry. Uh, it is inappropriate to be so haphazard. Hmm. Right? Exactly. I mean, you might be getting a f- few results with that shotgun, but what, what damage are you causing Yeah. in the meantime? Yeah. There's unnecessary destruction going on here because – we're we're just being kind of sloppy with the word, man. And and sloppiness is the devil's playground, dude. Totally, because the father says he does things. First Corinthians fourteen forty. He does all things decently. Yeah, and in order. And in right. order. Yeah. Wow. Which is the opposite of sloppiness. So right. to be sloppy, actually, we violate Ephesians four twenty seven of giving place to the devil. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, and and that is so true. What you just said, uh, because. It came to my spirit when you said that. You know, if you're, if, if what Brother Justin just said about, you know, are we, should we be okay with being haphazard, you know, with, with this and some, well, look, you know, I, I just don't have the time uh, or, yeah, or, right. or, you know, it, it doesn't take all of that. Well, here's the, here's the deal <laughs> with that. Um, 
Wow, man, it was a passage that Lord bring it back to my remembrance. But I, I'll go. I'll go here first. Uh, James three one says, "Don't be quick to be a teacher." Now here it specifies teacher, but the teacher is a part of the fivefold mm-hmm. ministry gifts in Ephesians four eleven. Yeah. So you can actually put all those there. Because yes. you face the greater condemnation. Now we're seeing why. I actually wrote this down today. Earlier, this articulation came to me that as we mature as believers, and maturity is connected back to accuracy. Mm-hmm. Hebrews 5, verse 13, 14, 15, it says that milk is for babes mm-hmm. who are not skillful in handling the word of righteousness. Right. Right. That's a babe on milk, but the, which means that a mature person is skillful, for, verse 14, and they can discern between good and evil. Why? Because the word is a discerner, mm-hmm. Ephesians 4.12, and when I'm skillful with it, I can discern every situation. And here's the thing, whoever doesn't have the word and the Holy Ghost flowing in their lives, they can't discern me. Mm-hmm. So now I'm a mystery to the world, which means I have something that the world doesn't have. Wow, that's a good and statement. In, in business terms... Mm-hmm. I have the advantage and yeah. an advantage in business means increased profit margins. Uh-huh. Okay. So uh, that's for the business owners who are believers. So is it okay to be haphazard? That's what this look at. Look at what haphazard looks like here. Uh, back in this Genesis three. Okay. It says Jehovah God had made, and something else came to me when you said that earlier to come back to my remembrance. And he said unto the woman, yea, hath God said, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. So look what he's posing a question, but what he's doing is he's researching to see how accurately do you know the word? This is what is happening in the spirit. He is approaching her and understand there is right now, the devil works through this mechanism called, the Bible calls it persecution. Here's a practical way. I, I, I translate Bible words that most people don't understand into practical understanding. So you'd be like, oh, I get it now. The Bible calls it persecution. It's pressure from the spirit. The devil works through this mechanism called spiritual pressure. So you ever been in a moment where things seem tense? Okay. In that moment, when you are anchored with the accuracy of what the Father said and it's supported with the written word, if you have done all and you stand, you'll see that pressure alleviate and what God promised will be left and you'll now take the spoil. But if you let the pressure get you off of the accuracy and you start wavering, James 1 says the man that wavers receives nothing, nothing. from the Lord, for he yeah. is double-minded and stable in all his ways. Stable in all his ways. So, and this is what this is what the devil is looking for here. Yes. Uh, the only way, you know, like later Jesus is tempted, he, he gains victory in that moment with the word. He's fishing around here to see if she heard. Yes. If she was, how, how, how accurately yes. she received, heard, received. No, no fault on the fathers because he communicated clearly. Fault isn't there. Yes, fault would be come down to was she even paying attention? Yeah, he's fishing around to see what what she had. The only the only place of victory she would find would be holding fast to the word. Exactly to what was told to her. Yeah, because again, she has joined her husband 
in his assignment. Uh huh. Yeah. Shivana is a blessing to me, not because she makes me happy every day. She does. But happiness is not based on my flesh. Uh-huh. It's based on I'm in the middle of what Jehovah created me to do. Yeah, right. So Shivana, over the years of our marriage, has always pushed me toward obey God. Go yeah. seek God. Even when I was being sloppy, man, you need to tighten that up. Wow. What did God say? Mm-hmm. Now, my flesh didn't like that, but with that, w- w- she joined me in my assignment. Mm-hmm. You're, a wife is a help me. Well, what, I'm supposed to be helping you. What did God tell you? Mm-hmm. What's the accuracy of it? And, sh- and women have that sounding board of discernment to be able to know if, <laughs> they, if they do, if your what you're saying, God said is harmonizing or yeah, not. Right. Right. They can hear it. They can. Glory. They, they to totally God. can. Oh, you, my you can't goodness. get nothing past them. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thankful because if I would have got some stuff oh, past Shivana, I wouldn't have been sitting here right now. I tell you that. Praise God. Yeah. She was telling me some stories, brother. She beat you up. Yeah. Had praise I had a tough coach. My two toughest coaches uh, in life were uh, the, the Holy Spirit and my wife. Praise oh, the Lord. And it, both man. of them are called helpers. Love it. Love it. <laughs> and, and, and look at verse 2 here. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden. She didn't even say the name of it. And the instructions had a name to that tree that he said not to eat. So wow. already... Her accuracy is wavering. And what do you think the devil is doing in the spirit as he's hearing this? Yeah. And what's happening is the pressure is mounting now. Interesting. And, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, now she's going to quote God, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. God said nothing about touching. He only talked about eating. We just read that over in chapter two Mm -hmm. and she's literally saying, God said she's quoting inaccurately what the instructions from Jehovah God were. That's the result of not hearing clearly the first time. And, and I bring this point up again and we're touching on ministry is touching the Holy spirit, touching on marriage because believers, he's we're the body of Christ and his body goes into so many other areas. Now, Here's the other thing. He first gave the instructions to the quarterback. Right. Who is the leader of the huddle, who is responsible for telling every other position, here's the play we're running, thus says the coach. Mm, so okay. the, 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 the quarterback, Adam, either inaccurately communicated. Communicate, wow, sure, yeah. Or didn't communicate at all. So. Interesting. Because the Lord said, remember, chapter 1 says that God made the earth and gave it to the man. Mm -hmm. So when God gives instruction, he's now, it's up to that man to take that instruction, meditate it, John 1, 14, Yeshua, and be, be the word made flesh. Whatever instruction we get, we're to become that word. You have to be that word. And then when I when I become that word, now everything I do will be that word. When I blink, it's those instructions. When I spit, it's those instructions. When I pump gas, it's those instructions. And now what's the power of that? 
Mark 16, 20, he confirms his word. So yeah. everywhere I go, I'm a constant confirmation because yeah. I've become yeah. the instructions that he spoke to me. And so wow. Adam dropped the ball somewhere because your wife is inaccurately quoting the instructions that you got. Yeah. And the Lord oh, gave wow. you this woman to be your wife. She's in the huddle. And what would happen if she's going to the line of scrimmage with one play, Adam has another play, an interception wow. or a fumble is about to happen. This, this is really good, actually, because I, I just caught up. I, I, I just caught up with you. <laughs> uh, I mean, I like I, I was, I was hearing you, but like I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, I totally get what you're saying because in Genesis two, he says he took the man and God commanded the man. Yes. Yes. I see what you're saying. Yes. And, keep going. Wow. Okay. And now, Very good. So now. The devil sees. Yes. Hey, sorry. She she wasn't even there. She wasn't. So it was he, Adam's he, job. He he took her out yeah. of out of Adam. Yep. After that. Yep. Interesting. Okay. Yep. Go ahead. <laughs> and and here's a side note revelation. Now, Miss Billy Brim. She has a a college three uh, bi three bi. She goes into this in depth because my wife went to this course and Miss said how Miss Billy talked about uh, it wasn't an actual rib; it's something else. Sure. Okay, but the scripture says rib, so I'm using rib based on revelation for the purpose of spiritual development. Okay, so that's for those scholars who are teaching this, and and Miss Billy, that's where I'm at, and I'll get that and get it cleared up. So rib r i b. The inch, Adam, look at, oh, Lord Jesus, help me get this out. Uh, so the serpent's talking to the woman. Uh-huh. Where are we at? Chapter three? I'm still in chapter three. Okay. Now, here's another confirmation. This Bible defines itself. I've learned this throughout the years. If you really study and rightly divide it, you'll start seeing it defines itself. Here's another confirmation that Adam did not accurately tell her the instructions or he didn't say anything at all. Verse six, we're going to skip to verse six. We'll come back up here to four. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave us and walked and looked, uh, walked around the garden to look for her husband so that she can give him something to eat. Is that what it says? Hmm. No. Hmm. It says she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband who was with, with her. He's standing right there the whole time the wife is talking to the serpent. And he has the instructions. So he's hearing the serpent talked to her, questioning the instructions. Uh-huh. He hears his wife inaccurately tell the instructions, and he's standing there, yeah, and then take right the there. fruit, and he eats it. Yeah, he's there the whole time. Now, before we throw rocks at Adam, <laughs> I, I said, Lord, how is that possible? Remember we talked about the Bible word persecution and that it actually practically, it's pressure from the spirit. Uh, sure, yeah. You were telling me about a situation you just had. With, with when you landed, the pressure uh-huh. that came on, yeah. on your body. Now magnify that pressure even to infinity. Yeah, sure. From the spirit. Atmospheric pressure you even. You see that? Yeah, you know, just. 
And you used, when we were talking earlier, you used the word, um, I forgot what point we were making, but you were like, you know what? Uh, oh, 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 you were saying how fear was associated with a particular organization oh, uh-huh. yeah. that is related to children and that there's a spirit of intimidation. Yeah. That's what almost that, take your breath away. Yes. Yeah. Cause it, it comes yes. in it's like, exactly. Yeah. So that's this moment. Once the inaccuracy has been located by Satan, hmm. he now exploits it and he increases that pressure yeah. to bring that intimidation, which we have the vantage point as believers in the new covenant that, Fear or intimidation is a spirit that is not from God. Right. Yeah, yeah. But that still was in operation here because spirits are wow. eternal. So the reason why Adam is not saying anything is because he has been arrested by intimidation. That mm-hmm. spiritual pressure has him locked down and has stolen his voice wow. while his woman is being manipulated by the spirit of the devil. Wow. That's yeah. what's actually happening I, in this moment. I believe that. Yeah. To the point wow. now, because he's because this is what inaccuracy does, pastors, apostles, evangelists, it gives place to the enemy, and he has a way to keep your mouth closed. Second Corinthians four, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds, uh-huh. he has a strategy on how wow. oh, I'm never gonna let no Jesus, uh uh-uh. uh. If they come, I'm not gonna let it happen to you. They're not gonna take you without me being there. And that intimidation came, and he was denying his Lord not once, not twice, but three times because he was still dead spiritually, and his adversary was not the Roman soldiers. His adversary was the satanic forces behind those soldiers that he was not equipped to handle yet because he was asleep when he should have been praying and preparing himself in the spirit. Wow! So Adam must have been not meditating on that word that he had to become it. And now the inaccuracy is here. The enemy has come in with his battalion. Move, 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 move. What do you mean? Remember how those spirits were working together and went into those 2,000 sheep? I am legion. They work together because they're not Jesus Christ. So they have. They think the more we have, the better we can accomplish. Then when a wicked spirit is sent out, an unclean spirit is delivered from a man, he goes and finds seven other spirits. They got to work in teams because the anointing that we carry. So now I got to work through the spirit of fear and intimidation. John Bevere, I recommend this book. It's called Breaking Intimidation. Go get that book because yeah, the Lord gave good. Brother John Bevere that book. And it, I'm telling you, it's absolutely dynamic because not having accuracy ultimately is leading to intimidation. And in intimidation, look what happened. Verse six, and when the woman saw, that's physical, the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes, the physical eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise. That's natural reasoning, which is a component of the flesh. So when I'm inaccurate, I get out of the spirit, which the real me is a spirit. God is a spirit. His word is spiritual, but all of that gets cut off and I have no accuracy I'm cut off. My people are destroyed. That word destroyed actually means cut off in the Hebrew. I'm cut off from my advantage, and now I'm in the natural where the devil operates. He's a spiritual being, but he's limited to operating in the natural or the physical. Okay, and so now you're in that place. This is what inaccuracy produces. So, is it does it behoove us to just be 
the shotgun and they're just wait, well, let's see if we hit something today. That's how denominations get formed and develop. It's a scatter shot. And we got a little bit of result here in 19 this or 17 this. And we held on to that because I don't know how to duplicate it. So now we're going to make up rules and books and bylaws because it's already been written. Trust the Holy Ghost. He says, I'm going to write my law on your heart in Hebrews 8. I don't want a piece of paper that some natural, in the natural committee came up with to try to govern a spiritual organization. Ephesians chapter 2 says, we have access by one spirit to the Father. That he can build us up into a body where we'll be inhabited by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. That's in Ephesians chapter 2. So anything that we're doing as a believer and is natural or physical only, you're inaccurately being a believer. Because God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him. How? In spirit spirit and in truth. truth. And Romans 8, the flesh cannot submit to God and it doesn't please him. Mm -hmm. So now he's already defined the context. And now we're seeing the enemy through inaccuracy pulls us out of the spirit into the flesh to make us dead and religious. What is religion? I'm going to show you what it is because, you know, I I do some side uh, chaplain work when I'm back home. And one of the questions I have to ask, what is your religious preference? Well, religion is actually not Christianity or being a believer is not a religion. It's not. It is a governmental position ordained by the self-existing, self-existing eternal one to work with him on his right hand to govern the universe that he created with his faith-filled words and then gave us the responsibility for in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, 27, and 28. That is what it means to be a believer, not to try to go find a building, not to try to go come up with a good marketing strategy to get people to decide to come here to bring their finances so that I can uh, feel good about myself. <laughs> Look what I'm able to do. I'm telling you guys, you know what, man, go to, uh, I'm not, that, that's a whole other podcast. But, <laughs> that's another podcast. <laughs> um, and I'm not knocking buildings. I'm not knocking doing that. Do what God tells you to do, but understand that your identity and your significance is not in that. That's one yeah. thing I appreciate about it. We, we were talking about this when it came to, where, what did I say to go? You didn't. Okay. Uh, Lord, where did you say to go? Religion. You were going to tell us. You oh, yeah, show 2 us. Timothy chapter 3. Okay, 2 Timothy 3. Brother Justin said that this podcast is to get the word out. Get the word of God out. That's it. Not to get Justin Goff out or Miranda Goff, or try to get his kids discovered on YouTube by Toby Mac. <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> I love uh, I, I love Toby <laughs> Mac, and I love his brand. Hey Amen. But, you know, different people have done those strategies, yeah, you know. Yeah. And um, But this is about getting the word out. And, and Jesus said this, brother, whatever you give up for my sake – and the gospel, whatever you do for my sake and for the gospel, you're going to receive now in this time 100-fold. Mm-hmm. That's why he said do it this way. Wow. And so as you're sowing, and what, that's just seed time and harvest. The word is the seed. I'm planting that seed mm-hmm. for the seed's sake, for his sake. And now that seed inside of it is, and you're declaring it every time you do this podcast, you do, 
that harvest of these seeds you're putting out here, the harvest is cities that are turned right side up, mm-hmm. upside down, right side up for the glory of Jesus the King. Hallelujah. And so you're going to begin, you're, that is the harvest you're looking for. Uh-huh. And the accuracy to continue to do what he said, it's going to manifest in that way. Mm, thank you. I'm Lord. seeing popcorn right now. Yeah. These cities are about to pop up. And Hallelujah. it's going to be a lot of small towns. That's yeah, why yeah. this attack came in a small town way because that's yeah. a part of your assignment and calling. Yeah. Wow. And they're going to turn upside down. Racism is going to be turned upside yeah. down. Come on. Poverty is going to be on. turned upside down. Come on. And you're going to go into these places. I'm just here to bring this is another avenue to bring the word of God. Uh-huh. Not about me. You know what I mean? And so and and there's a lot of hurting ministers because that have not been accurate that you're going to be able to go in there. A lot of hurting spouses of ministers mm-hmm. that you and Miranda be able to go in and to help mm-hmm. that are have quit in their hearts. They're going through the motions on Sunday and Wednesday, right. whatever wow. they, but they've quit in their hearts. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the Bible says the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead quickens the body. Mm-hmm. And you and Miranda are bringing a spirit into these places, wow. and you're going to wow. quicken the Lord's body Amen. back to formation. Wow. Yes, these dry bones can live. And and this is going to, and, and uh, so so that's, you're going to see that happen. And that's the accurate harvest, man. And these cities are, are going to be global centers. And they're going to global, spiritual, global economic centers, Mm -hmm. spiritual, global economic centers. I've given you the plans and the blueprint, says the Spirit of God. And I've even spoken some things to you relevant to this assignment and over these last few weeks when your physical activity was not as high. Mm-hmm. And now these plans are mm-hmm. to be duplicated and replicated like franchises in a business sense, but you understand what I mean. Yeah. And I'm gonna they're they're gonna come about through relationships, which is why your integrity was trying to be attacked. Oh, but because your heart was to be accurate and to be integritous before me, now it has been tried to the extent whereby I can now elevate you all into this dimension of spiritual responsibility to handle these things. And it'll be the easiest thing you've ever done in you because I'm giving you mighty men like I gave David. And, and they will not only catch the, the, your knowledge, they're going to catch your heart. Wow. Hallelujah. Because David was a man after my heart, and the mighty, what made the men mighty was they caught his heart, this Hallelujah. heart of integrity to not compromise righteousness even when every fiery dart was shot, every, every fiery furnace was, was uh, increased seven times, every... Mm-hmm. Lion's den was was sentenced to go in there. You didn't bow the knee to this devil, and you kept bow to me. And just like I did for my son, highly exalt you to walk in the level of the name that is above every name, says the Spirit of God. Simply because 
you know that my the power is all connected to my word. And that worship component is going to be needed. I'm, I, I'm raising up the other children. Their gifts are beginning to manifest musically. And I'm telling you, the anointing is going to be so strong. And the doors to travel are going to be open. And this house is stabilized. I've been having you to stabilize mm-hmm. this house here in Harrison. Wow. Yeah. So that as you travel, you'll come back. They'll be stronger. Hallelujah. So that, that you cast that care on me. That's not a concern mm-hmm. because you build I upon this rock. I will build. Mm-hmm. I will build. See, so these strategies are centered around seeing how these each one of these global spiritual global economic centers will organically grow as you accurately just plant as I'm leading you by the spirit says the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Wow, thank you. Hallelujah to the name thank of the you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you for it, Lord. Thank, thank you for Jesus. that. Thank you for it, Lord. We praise you for it. Thank you for it, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, when you're accurate, now the Father can confirm his word. Now the gifts can begin to flow when we're accurate. Wow. We don't even have to sweat. It's just going to flow. Yeah. Now, this is, we, we've been talking about being accurate, an accurate believer, an accurate minister. Now, and being accurate, we already touched on, it's spiritual first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Mm-hmm. But the kingdom of God is in the Holy Ghost. So seek first the Holy Ghost, and all things will be added unto you. Mm-hmm. So God's way Religion is the polar opposite of God's way. Muslim, Hindu, Buddhist, all those fall fall under the category of religion, but they all also fall under the category of physical ways to worship a God. Mm -hmm. Okay? Versus being a believer. Listen, it's in the name, a believer. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet believe. So our nature is to operate on something that ain't physical. So here is what the Lord showed me, religion defined in the word of God. 2 Timothy chapter 3. Let's just start at verse 1. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Wow. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. Here, These are the symptoms of religion. Men are lovers of their own selves. Covetous, that's the money. Boasters, my agenda, my personality over just the word and the gospel. Proud. Mm -hmm. Blasphemers. Disobedient to parents. That's the children of the ministers. <laughs> Unthankful. Unholy. That's perversion in the church amongst believers. Mm-hmm. Without natural affection. No compassion. Truce breakers. They're going to tell you yesterday, and the, the better deal behind the back, they're going to take that deal and leave you and take your money wow. and be like, no, I ain't tell you that. Wow. False accusers. These are symptoms of religion. Incontinent, that means undisciplined. Now, see, that's a big one right there. 
Hallelujah. God's taught me. I used to be 240 pounds when I got married on high blood pressure medication. I was in my 20s. And the Lord said, I need you to let me teach you how to eat so that the diseases that attack your family won't attack you. All I'm wow. saying is there's nothing wrong with fellowshipping around a meal amongst believers. But whoever's preparing the food, acknowledge him in all your ways and make sure that that's the food he wants you to serve. And don't just look at the budget. Because if the food is genetically modified or it doesn't promote good health or it's scientifically proven that it decreases quality of health or life, Mm -hmm. why am I serving that in the name of the Lord Jesus when he says, with with his stripes we're healed? Mm -hmm. So don't be incontinent in that area. Hmm. Fierce. As mean, despisers of those that are good. Mm-mm-mm. Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. This is religion. Religion has nothing to do with God. Mm-hmm. Don't love God. Ain't thinking about God. Mm-hmm. We trying to do what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Verse 5, having a form yeah. of godliness. Right, right. It looked like they love God. It looked like they're doing community work. It looks like they're doing what they said with the money. They have a 501c3. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it in the papers downtown. But it says they have a form of godliness, but they're denying wow. the power thereof wow. from such turn away. What is the power? If you if you take notes in your Bible, I want I want you to underline a highlight power and write two verses next to it. First verse, Acts chapter 1, verse 8. It says, Behold, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Mm-hmm. Then I also want you to write Romans chapter 1, verse 16. It says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God to them who believe. So power here is referring to the Holy Ghost and the gospel or the word of God agreement. Mm-hmm. The Holy Ghost and the word Go together. Mm -hmm. Praise the name of the Lord. So religion denies the Holy Ghost being free and the accuracy of the word. Wow. None of that is there. Wow. None of that is there. And if it's not there at your bishops or your pastors, your pastor. (laughs) 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 Or wherever your spiritual nutrition place is. And that Holy Ghost and word agreement is not there. Look what the verse says. From such, turn away. Wow. Wow. And we this whole podcast is told why. Because inaccuracy brings the intimidation that takes you out of the spirit into the physical. And then the devil capitalizes and still kills and destroys. Bro, so, dude, this has been so good. Hey, we're about out of time, but wow. <laughs> my, my goodness. Um this has been rich, man. Um, hey, just in the last couple minutes, you know, what um, one? I one. I want you to pray. Okay. I, I want you to pray for those who are listening. Um, you know, whether it be just maybe some ministers, uh, you know, admonish us there. But is there like a closing thought or just something? You know, uh, of course, you brought it full full circle, right, right, Amen. right, right there. But you know, just something else. Maybe the Lord just kind of close close us out there. Oh, Father, we just thank you for the word. And thank you for my brothers and my sisters. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this broadcast. And uh, just know that Jesus said, all those that 
in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30, all that labor and are heavy laden to come unto him and he'll give you rest in your souls. Take his yoke upon him, upon you and learn of him for he is meek and lowly in heart because his yoke is easy and his burden is light. We don't have to figure it out on our own and let's have the courage and the humility to say, admit, I don't know what to do. Lord, if you show me, I'll do that and only that. And he'll lead you from there. I love you and I appreciate you. Thank you again for uh, listening to us today. Terry, how can people get a hold of what you're doing? Um, you know, Facebook or, you know, yes. what's the various ways that people can follow what you're doing? Thank you, brother, for that. Terry Houston Ministries. It's Terry with the Y. Houston, like the city, Ministries. That's on Facebook. That's on Instagram. As well, and then our website is terryhouston.org. Uh, every Monday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, we do Meditation Monday, my wife and I, and uh, that's great learning how to meditate the word. Um, and also, uh, we uh, the Lord told us to help him prepare his people for the return of his son. And so uh, we compile those. Uh, we've compiled our experiences together, being led by the Holy Spirit into a curriculum that we offer. Classes like uh, how to be governed by the Holy Spirit, uh, your heavenly seat. Uh, what does it mean to obtain the Holy Spirit? Uh, understanding your authority. Uh, things like this. We're dealing with that, and it's a two-year curriculum. And if you're interested in learn, learning more about that, I'm telling you, it's been phenomenal. We've had people. Uh, we're teaching them along the lines that you're that you've heard today and they are growing by leaps and bounds and the Lord is sending them out into ministry. And I'm talking about from as young as four years old all the way up to in their 70s and everything in between. It's absolutely amazing. And so if you're interested in that, you can reach out to us on any of those social media platforms or TerryHouston.org and send us a message or give us a call. You'd be happy to connect with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, listen, I hope you've enjoyed it today. This has been the Grace for This City podcast couple things if we can agree with you maybe something was prompted today one you can reach out to terry in their ministry there or you can call us 870-741-9099 we have people that would love to just agree with you in prayer that's one way for sure that we can partner with you as well and then i want to give a big shout out to those that have uh, contributed in some way we thank you so much your support has caused the podcast to get where it is now if you would like to participate in that way several ways that you can give. You can go to the website, gracecitychurch.tv forward slash give. Or if you're in the United States, you can text the give 84321. That's 84321. Just follow the prompts. Or of course, you can mail a check to PO Box 7, Harrison, Arkansas, 72602. Listen, we're so glad that you tuned in. This has been the Grace for This City podcast. And until next time, my friends, be blessed.